0: You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Yes, it's a big good afternoon.
1: Welcome to Form Lounge, a special edition of Form Lounge. On this Friday afternoon, it's a good afternoon to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. For us racing lovers, it doesn't get any better. Friday night, it's the Million Dollar Chase. We'll be live there on SEN for a special broadcast there from Wentworth Park for the world's richest greyhound race. The Ladbrokes Million Dollar Chase, of course, at Wentworth Park. Chattanoil will be performing, so looking forward to that. You can get your free tickets, yes, free tickets, at themilliondollarchase.com.au. We're doing the form lounge for points bet as well and um, looking forward to finding you plenty of winners and talking about all of the hot topics over the next hour because, as I mentioned, for us racing fans, it doesn't get any better. Million Dollar Chase at Wentworth Park and then tomorrow I think it's one of the greatest days of racing that I've ever seen. Caulfield Guineas Day there at the Heath in Melbourne and then it's Everest Day in Sydney at Royal Ramwick along with the $5 million King Charles and after that we head to Melton, for the Victoria Cup and it's one of the better Victoria Cups I think that has ever been assembled. Some superstars in that race everywhere you look. Huey Fitzpatrick made a sensational debut for us here on the Form Lounge last week and he's back to do it all, all again. Um, Huey Fitzpatrick, hello to you mate.
2: G'day G-Man, g'day listeners. Now, As you said, Christmas Day tomorrow and I can't wait to get stuck into it.
1: Jack Gidevan last week, biggest superstar this week. He's the man that's been the face of Channel 7 now for all of their coverage, really, but especially the AFL coverage. He loves his racing, just racing, one of my favourite TV shows on racing.com. His uh, name is Hamish McLaughlin, and he joins us here on Form Lounge on this Friday afternoon. Haim, thank you very much for giving up your time on this Friday. How are you, mate? Are you excited?
3: Gareth, I've run you nine times to get on this show. Thank you for finally (laughs) making some room
1: for me. And Hughie, I've been
3: a long-time listener, long-time fan, first time we've spoken. (laughs)
2: <laughs> welcome home it's good to have you
1: now he's done some homework for us so he's got five topics for us to discuss Hamish. he's a little bit like we did at the other network that we're at um with the mighty dean lester um, the late great dean lester so it's we'll have great a bit of one. fun dis- yeah discuss a few topics yep we so, miss mate, him at this time of the year don't we mate
3: well it's funny how often gareth i'm in the car and i go to call and there's this little second or you know millisecond or I think I will ring Dean he'll find that funny or he'll have a view yeah, on that yeah. or he'll know who's going to win in uh you know, two weeks time or he'll know which way Amelia's duel uh should go and then I realize oh, okay that's not going to happen I do I miss him a lot and I think about him every day and I speak to his mum Sandra a bit and uh yeah sadly missed
2: he was a, he was a great man and we, we know Simon Miller was a really good friend of Dean so if Dean was, st- was still with us, G and Ham, what do you reckon his advice would be to Simon Miller whether to go to the Cox Plate or the Golden Eagle with his, with his star, Emilius Jewel? Hammy you go first. first.
1: Oh, I'll okay. go first then. I
3: was looking at the numbers, Gareth. Sorry, over. Yes. I, I thought that you was in charge and gave me the steer and then I sort of shot through yeah, the gap sorry, and then I realised you closed so in so on me. My... Just... <laughs> so I was looking at the numbers and the numbers <clears throat> tell a bit of a story. So... You know, where do you want her to go? Let's assume she wins the group one tomorrow afternoon. So how much value are you adding with the Cox Plate? I'm not sure. She's going to be one of the most valuable mares of all time. Then it becomes, what do I really want to do with it? Do I want to win the greatest weight-for-age championship in Australia or do I want to go chasing more money? And then you think, what is she best suited over? You know, 1500 the mile. Or does she go around the bus gut gut busting two thousand and forty metres? Well, so they're all questions that he needs to work out. But then, if you think about the pure numbers, the Golden Eagle is $10 ten million and five point two five to the winner. The Cox Plate's five and three to the winner. So it's not quite double the money. But I would think the Golden Eagle is an easier assignment than the Cox Plate, and you can sort of cuddle her a bit more and look after her a bit more. But, yeah, what the thing... That's really bad English, particularly when I've had so much private education. The thing that Dean Lester (laughs) always said to Simon Miller was, you need to have one target and do not deviate. So I'm not sure whether Simon doesn't know exactly where he's going or not, but Dean was always, make sure you know your target, and that's the grand final. So I would think that Simon knows, and he's just, yeah, having a bit of fun with it all. The one thing I don't know is... Where is Gold Trip going, Cox Plate or not? And where is Militarised going, Cox Plate or not? Because Mark Hunter's one of the best judges in Australia, and his view is both should go there, but he's unsure whether Kieran's going to take Gold Trip there because of other horses he got in the stable, and he's also not sure whether Militarised wouldn't just win the Cox Plate if it falls away a little bit. I can't see Amelia's Jewel you... getting beaten in the Golden yeah. Eagle.
1: No, and that's why you got to listen to Giddy Up, Amy. Should Mark should... Should too, because we had David Eustace on, on the phone the other day. Gold Trip's going to do what Fred Kersley wished he did with Northerly. So they'll, they will go to the Caulfield Cup and then they'll head towards, because I think they're a better chance of winning the Caulfield Cup than they are the Melbourne Cup, because history tells you top weights like a daughter Dan and even a viewed after they won a Melbourne Cup have proven that you can go back and win a, a Caulfield Cup the next year. Then they'll go to the Cox Plate. They did that last year. They were held up with Jamie Spencer aboard. And then they went on to win the Melbourne Cup. So I think if the horse is healthy enough and he comes through those runs with no problems, they will try and run in all three with gold trips. So Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate and the Melbourne Cup. For Simon, I think Dino is ringing in his ears in a way that Simon has picked out a grand final for this horse. And he is sticking to the program to get to that grand final because there's a $5 million King Charles on offer. And he would have nearly started favourite with her, Amelia's Jewel, if they went to the King Charles. But they decided to go to the Turak Handicap because she's loving Flemington. And she doesn't have to go to Sydney early if she's going to a Golden Eagle. So she can do all of her work in Melbourne at her new home in Melbourne at Flemington and then just float up at the last minute to compete at Rose Hill in a Golden Eagle. So that's why they've gone down the, the Chirac path. So she's a ten to go to the Golden Eagle because I think she, I agree with you and I think the camp agree with us that they believe that she's a better chance of winning a Golden Eagle than she is a Cox Plate because there's so much unknown towards a Cox Plate. Wait for age against some genuine superstars, 2,000 metres for the first time Um, It would be a tough assignment for a a filly like that in only her her third preparation. So she'll head to the Golden Eagle and she'll be mighty hard to beat. And I think a man that's played a major part or who will play a major part in that decision is Damien Lane because Damien Lane knows a horse like a romantic warrior after competing against him in Hong Kong and a few of the other internationals. But he also knows the opposition really well the Golden Eagle. He understands how good Licato is and he understands how good that Japanese four-year-old is as well. And I think he believes that she'll have no problems in defeating those two gallopers. So I reckon Dino would say you've done the right thing so far, Simon. I'm proud of you that you missed the Everest because for a four-year-old mare that you wouldn't have been able to do what you were trying to do with her if you went to the Everest and then a Golden Eagle. So you pulled the right rein there. I told you not to do that and you listened. And... Go to the Golden Eagle and win and keep on doing what you're doing, entertaining everybody, being um, terrific with the media, promoting the game that we love. And I'm super proud of you, son. So I think that Amelia's jewel will win the Turak and she'll win the Golden Eagle. It's interesting,
2: though, how Haim says that Dino would say, pick your target and stick to that target the whole spring. Do you reckon Simon Miller's just playing f- funny buggers then with the media? Because he was quoted on your show the other day. I'll just quote Simon. She was thriving in Melbourne, so no, why not just leave her here and best you up for your grand final? Jeez. As I was writing that out, I was thinking Cox Plate is his go, is her go. Sorry, but now, now you're saying he's definitely gone to the Golden Eagle. So maybe he has got that target locked in. Um, but geez, I've got no idea.
1: He's got that. He's got that problem, Simon. Uh, and you would know this well, Hamish, because like you couldn't say no to me coming on this show because you're too good of a human being. Simon doesn't want to disappoint anyone, basically. So that's right. He's a, he's a, a
3: wonderful yeah. man. And yeah. I, I think the other thing, G, is he is a you know he, he grew up looking at Caulfield, Flemington and Moonee Valley, the lure of having a horse in the Cox Plate, if it isn't his grand final, is enormous. If the Golden Eagle was always his thought, maybe she's going so well and things are dropping around uh, her. Like If you looked at um, Romantic Warrior, you're not anywhere near as scared of Romantic Warrior as you were prior to the run. I know he'll improve. We know that he's going to be better, but it's like he's not unbeatable by any stretch of the imagination. So he's suddenly thinking... I was going to the Golden Eagle. I could win the Cox Plate, but in I, well, I don't know what what he's chosen. And if you've laid it out as you've laid it out, maybe that's where he goes and goes and wins over 1500 and thinks about the Cox Plate next year. But uh, I can imagine there's confusion as as players get injured, change, fall apart. You know, I, I, I get I get that he, he's not categorical yet, but I would think in his mind he's pretty car- categorical, but not verbalising it.
2: Right, O.G. Well, just quickly, is, I'll throw it to you first. Is tomorrow the greatest day of racing this country has ever produced? We've got three Group Ones and three Group Ones, two Group Twos, and two Group Threes in Melbourne, and then obviously in Sydney we've got the Everest, the King Charles, and a plethora of others. So, is this the greatest day this country has ever produced?
1: I'll go first here. I, I think it, I think it's one of the best days of racing that I've seen for quite some time. And I think I can't recall a build-up, especially in Sydney, heading towards at Everest. Now, what Peter Velandis has been able to do for this race has been quite extraordinary. Everywhere you look, there's promotion and marketing about the Everest. You look in both papers, the Sydney Morning Herald and the, the, the Daily Telegraph, it is saturated with the Everest and... Um, the promotion of this race and the storylines with Jerry Harvey and Singo and Ray Hadley and the storylines with the three-year-old's condolfin and, and alcohol-free and gay waterhouse. So it's capturing the imagination of uh, the sporting public here. It's worth $20 million. Um, and we all know it's not really worth 20 because the slot holders put in $700,000 each, so about $8.4 million of that is generated by the slot holders. But it still has been able to create a magical storyline and the way that they go about promoting this race with innovation, getting a lot of the younger generation to, to rural Warwick tomorrow, they'll be packed out, there'll be 40-odd thousand, close to 50,000 there, um, has been terrific for the sport of thoroughbred racing. And I love how Josh Blanksby and Peter Volandes have got together, Hame, and said, how can we do this for the betterment of the game regarding the, televi- tele, um, the television coverage? Because that's important, especially for free-to-wear, so they've worked out a plan. They've put their better races at Caulfield towards the back end of the day. Amelia's Jewel will be running now at a quarter to six. And so they've extended their coverage in Channel 7, heading into the six o'clock news. So I think racing's the big winner tomorrow, Home, I think it's terrific for the game. Yeah.
3: Well, a couple of things you've said there, Gareth, just need to be reiterated. That's what needs to happen all the time between Victoria and New South Wales, New South Wales and Queensland. Like, continue to work hand in glove or watch this sport disappear into the abyss. I love horse racing as much as anyone, and I just hope that those that are in charge can continue to collaborate to make it all work. So the question was posed by Huey, is it the best race day Australia's ever produced. It's hard to argue that it's not. If you go just on numbers, $38 million, unheard of. If you have a look at the fields, they're extraordinary. You've got Group 1s, 2s and 3s at Caulfield that starts at just afternoon and finishes just before 6. And the last half a dozen races are so compelling you sort of can't take your eyes off them. The Herbert Power has got all of its storylines within it. Then the Northwood Plume where you're seeing the mares, but then you really start to get your teeth into it. The scalachi into the Weekend Hustler, into the Might and Power, into the Vars, into the Guineas, into the Tourac. It's like that in itself is one of the best race days. But when you think about what's being offered up in Sydney, now the King Charles isn't a new race, but the number uh, assigned to the new name of the race, five million itself is extraordinary. To think that Mr. Brightside is a 225 favourite, I find staggering given who he's up against. I Mr. Brightside is a horse that I like. I just keep thinking he's going to falter and he doesn't. I hope he continues to sort of create this picket fence that goes on and on. But the Everest, I just didn't see it becoming what it has become seven years ago. I yeah. didn't think that it was going to be the race that captured so many people's attention. I sort of I'm not I'm not embarrassed to say it, but being a sort of Victorian for the last twenty five years I would love to say Caulfield's you know clearly my interest tomorrow they're equally my interest tomorrow and it shouldn't be state versus state but I can't wait to watch the St- Sydney stakes you know all those sprinters you know a couple of them are emergencies into the everest the Kosciuszko prior to it allowing these bush trainers to have a crack at two million dollars yeah. the silver eagle you know who's going to go towards the golden Eagle from it all up into the King Charles into the yank stakes to finish it's like my best friend's getting married tomorrow, so I can't come. Oh, I just no. can't come.
1: No. <laughs> anyway, it's, come it, it's,
3: ju- it's, ju- it's just the best. And so try yeah. and think of a day. I mean, there's, there's great days. Derby Day is phenomenal at Flemington, but it's thin elsewhere, whereas tomorrow you slug it out. Let's go to actual timing. The gloaming's at 2.15, and it just gets better and better and better at Randwick. The Herbert Power is at 125 and is unbelievable all the way to the news. So you've got a 20-raced uh, uh, double between the two, and there's not too many of those 20 races you're not really keen to watch. So it's a gen- my answer you, who is, it's bloody hard to beat.
2: It's a genuine smorgasbord, and we need to find a winner, Hayme, so we're going to take a little quick break, and I'm going to get an Everest tip from you after the break.
0: You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to the Form...
1: Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Gareth Hall with you filling in for, for Miles Fitzner for- this hour, and it's all thanks to the Million Dollar Chase. Of course, it's on tonight. The world's richest Greyhound race, the Labbroke's Million Dollar Chase. Shadow will be performing, so get your free tickets at the Million Dollar Chase.com.au. And Points Bet is built different. Download the Points Bet app today for a racing experience that's built different this spring carnival. Download the Points Bet app now. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Huey Fitzpatrick, the great. Hamish McLaughlin with us, with us here on this Friday afternoon, and Huey, what's the market doing with points bet for the Everest?
2: It's doing plenty, Jay. I'll go from the top. So I wish I win. Drifted a little bit after the Barry draws, four dollar eighty chance. Private eye for Joe Pride, six fifty. Think about it as well for Joe Pride as the now four dollar forty favourite with points bet. Mazoo no support for it, sixty one dollars. Overpass after drawing perfectly in twos, twelve dollar chance. Booners notches for Matty Smith, fifteen dollars. Hawaii 5-0 for Jay Mack and Waterhouse and bot thirteen dollar chance. Alcohol-free, 61, no support there. In secret has been the the heavily supported Galloper. So that's into $11. And then you've got Espiona, 15, Shinzo at 18, Cylinder, who drew perfectly in Barrier 4, $9 chance, and then the Emergencies. So, Haym, who takes out the $20 million
3: feature? Oh, your guess is as good as mine. I, there's a few horses that in this you sort of fall in love with over their career because they never let you down. If you went from the top, I wish I win. 15 times has been in the top three from 17 outings. Moody's a genius. Luke knows the horse. He's a winner. Why can't he win? Now, whether he gets buried um, back on the inside and get out is the question mark. I think he's going to have plenty of time at Randwick. Private eye and think about it for Joe Pryor. Could you want to own uh, a couple of geldings that are more reliable and brilliant? Private eye's life changed last year when he won the Gill Guy. Then when... Ran second in the Everest, won $4 million in the next two weeks from a couple of outings. This is the horse I love, the three. Think about it. So, by so you think, 11 starts, 10 wins, and a third. And I reckon he's the most unknown horse in Australia. Joe Pride's sort of a a trainer that flies under the radar. Sam Clipperton's the same as a jockey. This horse, every time it walks out on a track, wins except once. Three from three at ran four from four at the distance, three from three... Second up. If he's not in the finish, he's had the worst day of his career. Buenos Notches is, is just a ripper. Buenos Notches is one of those horses that, again, because of the Maddie Smith factor, I reckon it goes around at a great price every time. Dean Lester loved In Secret, said one of the best fillies he'd ever seen, now a mayor at four. Cummings is a genius. And then you can't dismiss Wallet. So I've named horses without giving you a tip. I've got a feeling Waller's going to pull something out of a hat, and there's going to be an odds buster. So that becomes either Espiona or Shinzo, or Joe Pride wins. So take Waller or Pride to win with Matty Smith charging home. If you had to put a gun to my head, I think Joe Pride's got the winner in Private Eye. I think about
1: it. G-man, I agree with you, Ham. I think Private Eye is a massive chance. I've just got this feeling that Godolphin. Like, so, Cadolphin, with their business set up in racing, is that like if you've got a horse like a, a cylinder and he hasn't won a group one because they're about breeding, of course, they say, Well, yeah. we'll concentrate on the Coolmore, we're not going to the Everest. But they have targeted the Everest with this horse from a long way out. I think when he started his campaign as a three year old, finished second in the slipper, the Everest was the race that they really wanted to get him in, and they knew that they had in secret in their back pocket as well. They've got the blinkers on him, so they've saved the blinkers for him. And He probably needs to improve a length or so, this horse. He gets a young gun in Zach Lloyd from a low gate who should just get a lovely run just off the pace. I think he's a big chance, Cylinder, and I think Private Eye is the other play here. I Wish I Win is the intriguing horse, Luke Nolan, inside draw. It could be one of his greatest ever moments, Luke Nolan, if he can weave his way through with I Wish I Win if he sees daylight, this, this horse. I think he's got the best turn of foot in the race. Um, but they do need to go a pace, and he, do, and he does need a little bit of time to wind up, I wish I win. So I think he's a risk from gate one, but it's interesting, Huey, to see the money for him today. with <laughs> Huey,
3: can yeah. I just say, if you, if you said to me 12 runners tomorrow, if you said to me Marzu one, I'd be staggered. If you said to me alcohol-free one, I'd be staggered. If you said any of the other 10 won, there's not one thing that would surprise me with any of them. 100%. And it's that's where that 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 I'm sort of. And that's I'm the beauty sort of... of this race. It's like. Go on, go on. No, no, well, that's the beauty of this race. They wanted to have a long um, life of this race. And you've got to have 12 gun runners that gives all of the barrier holders a chance. I reckon there's two um, that you can just put a line through. And we're talking about a July Cup winner and a horse that hasn't found its in Mazoo for a long time. So, you know, alcohol-free in Marzoo, any of the other 10, it's like, absolutely, it could win.
2: Is it Australia's biggest race aim? Is it it's nearly getting near that Melbourne Cup or
3: nowhere near it yet? Well, it's funny, isn't it? You've got sort of such a contrast. You've got the handicappers and history and so much time and water under the bridge versus the upstart punk rock star who's just burst onto the scene with new money in Sin City that's, you know, making all the noise. You couldn't have more contrasting types. It's, you know, the classical versus, um, you know, the rock star. I I love the Everest, and I love the cup, and I love the Cox Plate. They're my three. In terms of attention, I don't think any race now gets more attention than eyeballs in the Everest.
2: Yeah, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Now, hey, if I'm writing an article tomorrow night at Caulfield. End of the day, what will be my headline? What will be the racing headline on Saturday night? Uh, and it can't be a combined pride, one with. Go on.
3: Pride. It. Pride in the Everest. Pride for our Everest.
1: <laughs> G-Man? I've got a couple. Militarized now to win a Cox Plate War or Buckaroo bucks himself into Cox Plate contention?
2: Love it. Note them down. I need that help. So we'll just. Quite... <laughs> we're,
1: we're chasing, we're chas- hey, we're chasing a... clicks, though, lads. So you haven't really no, given much. Hey, hey, I've got a multi for you before we let you go. You jot this one down. You ready?
3: Yeah, I've got a pen out. I've got a uniball, uh, fine blue, ready to go.
1: Amelia's jewel, alligator blood at Caulfield. And then we've got Mm -hmm. Arctic Glamour in the third race there at Randwick. Tom Kitten in the Gloaming Stakes. And then I know you love this. We'll go to the Trot Saturday night. Ladies in red will win in the feature mayor's race. And Queen Alita will win the Group 1 Bill Collins Trotter's Mile. Um, And that will give us around 20 to 1. And then um, you can call one end of your tennis court, Dean Lesser, and the other end, Gareth Hall.
3: (laughs) Well, the Dean Leicester end is in, it's got its plaque. If I could put the Gareth Hall plaque at the other end, it would be an absolute (laughs) thrill. So that's six, the six leg all up, six favourites, is it? The four horses in hand Six favourites. and the two trotters, I assume, are faves? Correct. Well, I like it. I'd love a Miller's Jewel to win. There's not many better blokes in racing than Simon Miller. I love Frosty Lane, but Simon deserves to have uh, a career horse and he's got it now. I can't imagine how excited he must be when... In fact, he'd beat the alarm when it goes off. He would have been awake for 15 minutes thinking about, how have I ended up with one of the best horses in Australia, arguably the world, and she is right now in the peak of her powers. What a bloody thrill.
4: Now,
2: hey, make yes. sure you're looking out for those those Oaks runners because you were with Gary and Tim and your Oaks tips, the, the text message is going off here, so make sure we get Haynes' Oaks tips. Make sure we get Haynes' Oaks oh, tips. God. So you, you just keep your eyes peeled and note that Oaks... Right, all right we'll get you on in a few weeks time have, we'll have, have you heard
3: have you, have you heard what it, what happened over the journey jared uh, jared whiteley rang me one day and give me a tip for the oaks i said bang bang, <laughs> bang 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 it was first four and he rang back the next year and we i think we got them in order then he rang back the next year so four years in a row never more than four horses and two of the four years i think it's been in order which means this year you will not have uh, one of my horses fill a spot the way that uh, the punting gods work. But, no, uh, it's been a bit lucky on Oaks, I've
2: got a 2020 personal, 2021 first four with Willowy, and the 2022 with She's Extreme. So it was a, it was a one $1.5K one first four in 2021 and a $435 first four last year. So no pressure, Hayme.
3: No, no pressure. Gamble responsibly. Think about what you could be buying instead for full and confidential support. Uh, call the number on your screen or something like that.
1: That's loose change for Ham, but geez, it's been a pleasure having <laughs> you on the show, Hamish. Unbelievable. Anytime, G Man. Huey, nice to meet you. Thanks, mate. You too, man. What a legend. You got to go to the news now, Huey. Bloody <laughs> oath. Let's go to the news no. then, G Man. Twelve thirty-three. We'll have a point bet update coming up straight after this. Looking forward to that. Elliot Forbes, who tipped us into future history last week at fifteen dollars. I would imagine <laughs> he'll be up and about. He'll be joining us straight after the news.
0: Giddy up. You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
1: Thanks to PointsBet. PointsBet is built different. Download the PointsBet app today and this man... He probably owns, I know he works for them, but he probably owns points. But now after his tipping performance last week, he was all over future history to win the bar coming. So around $16, 17 Elliot Forbes, welcome back to the form lounge here on SEN track. First of all, congratulations. Well done. That's some tipping. Oh.
5: Yeah, good to be back, and hopefully the listeners tuned in and were able to follow in at the fifteen sixteen dollar price with us at PointsBet uh, and set themselves up for a very nice weekend, and then hopefully got a nice kitty for what is probably the best weekend of racing around the country coming up starting tomorrow.
1: It doesn't get any better now. I was all over Asfura, but I'm a little concerned now because um, my notes tell me that you're taking Asfura on here in the Scalacci at Caulfield Race Five.
5: I am. I'm going to go with Uncommon James here. There's not much price difference between the two. $225 Aspera, 235 Uncommon James. Underrated Sprinter, gets the blinkers on first time, better suited second up here. Bigger track at Caulfield than at the Valley when it was chasing Imperatrix and Aspera last start over the thousands, a little bit further in distance. I'm happy at the 2.35 to be with Uncommon James, but only time will tell. I do think it's a race in two between the two there.
1: One of the most popular horses on track tomorrow will be Alligator Blood. He's looking for his second Group 1 this campaign at Caulfield, and he is the I think he's the one to beat in uh, the um, Might and Power Stakes. Are you with him there, Elliot?
5: Yeah, I'm all over. I can't believe the price here at $2.30. And a touch soft out to $2.30 as well. I can't really work that one out. she got a pretty soft lead here. Must have plenty of early tote. I just can't believe the price. I'm very happy here at the $2.30. Go, just fine goes up nine kilos from last start and he's on the second line of betting $3.90 with us at points. But He's going for four in a row, but Alligator Blood, sometimes you just have to back the class horse in the race, which Alligator Blood is in the Might and Power in
1: race seven. And you are an each-way play for us as well at Caulfield. Uh, hopefully it's as yeah. good as last week's.
5: Yeah, fingers crossed. Not quite as long a odds last week, but in race four, so hopefully building the kitty. Grey River, $6.50 at points, bet $2.30 to run a drum. Gets the three green lights on the form factors on site as well. Winner last start, really fast sectionals, and going up in distance, plus the booking of Damien Oliver on board. I think it is a pretty good bet at the $6.50. More than happy to take on the favourite red card, which was a little bit flat and a little bit plain last start at the $3.20 favourite price. My money will be on Grey River there in, uh, in race four.
2: What about in the feature, mate? Who, who are you with in the Caulfield Guineas? I know Sapati's $4 with points, but I reckon will hold firm, drift late? What's your thoughts on the Guineas?
5: Yeah, look, we've seen a touch of a drift here for Stapardi. I'm not going to back it today. I think it might get out of touch longer tomorrow, but that's where my money will be going. Six for six, hard to knock the winning form. Johnny Allen on board. This horse, it just keeps winning. It finds a way to win. It's one of those horses that wants to win. Militarised is your favourite points bet at $2.70. But it's the party you'll probably be getting my money tomorrow. And I might even back at Best Tote just to try and get a little bit more. You can make a case for a couple of others, V8, if you're looking at a value run. A little bit plain last start, but the 15 and $3.90, I think, is probably pretty attractive. Damien Lane on board and gets barrier one as well, which is always handy in the guinea.
1: I know your attention, Elliot, will be on Caulfield Guineas Day, but do you have a tip for us in the Everest?
5: Yeah, look, in secret is $11. turned in from 19 with Purton on board. I'm happy to play there. Think about it's going to be very hard to beat at the $4.40 quote. Going for, I think it is, the 11th win from 12 starts. So I think one of those two, but I don't mind in secret around the $11 quote if you're looking for a touch of value come late in the day.
2: Right, Elliot, we all want a multi. Have you got one for us?
5: I do. So I'm going to take Gray River to place Uncommon James to win, Alligator Blood to win. You're getting $12.70 at the moment with us at PointsBet. I think that's going to be my multi for the weekend. Hopefully, uh, we'll be drinking easy, easy money on Saturday night after the races.
1: Now, Ali, um, you've got quite the swagger, brother, and I love your work and you were sensational for us on the Form Lounge, but they tell me that you're one of the great – this is my mail. I don't know if you can confirm or deny this – one of the great interior designers. You have ac- absolutely dead set, put on an absolute clinic designing your tent there for the the, the loyal customers um, for Caulfield Guineas Day. Um, they tell you it'll be the greatest party of all time.
5: Yeah, look, I think uh, in the points bet tent uh, tomorrow at Caulfield. If you're, if you're lucky enough to have a ticket into that, should be a fun day, and I'm sure we'll be uh, tipping out plenty of winners for the punters.
2: I know we will be heading after Amelia's Jewel wins that tour, mate. Straight to you. Lovely. Looking forward to catching
1: up. If you can get in, Huey, but I don't know if you'll be able to get in. But I'm looking forward to it, Elliot. um, And you don't need to shout the bar if that multi comes up, but you might have to shout the bar after the, the free drinks are finished anyway. Just follow Elliot everywhere he goes.
5: Perfect, boys. Looking forward to it. Should be a great day.
1: Good on you, mate. There's Elliot Forbes there from... Points bet for racing experience. that's built different. The spring carnival. Download the Points Bet app um, now. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Uh, um, for free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's take a break. We'll come back with plenty more straight after.
0: You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the Magic Man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome
1: back. Welcome back to Four Mounds. Hopefully is, jewel and the likes jump out of the gates as well as I have a few times today. Um... This is 4 Lance, thanks to Points Bet, which is definitely built different. Download the Points Bet app today. You got some topics we can have to, uh, more of a discussion about here, Huey. Um Sooty, the King of Warnables, just texted in. I see Naturella Road Cylinder, Hawaii Y50 and SB owner in the last, in their last starts, and obviously he's on Private Eye. What's your thoughts on that, old mate? Well, Sooty, I think he's been booked for a long time with Private Eye. He rode that horse in the premier. Cylinder, he won't be able to get to that three-year-old's weight. Hawaii Y50 was a horse that he rode there the other day. Um but he was always booked for private eye and Espiona I would love to see Nash on Espiona because I, I thought that he got on really well with her. she was hanging a little bit and his his brilliant horsemanship I think really helped her at her last start. But he's on private eye because I, I think he believes that he's a he's a strong chance and I'm with him. I think that, that private eye would be mighty hard to beat in the Everest Huey. Jay, what about in the King Charles? Are you with? you with the star mile on Mr. Brightside. And if
2: Mr. Brightside wins another mile feature, do you reckon they might change Lindsay Park's name or will they? would it be
1: Mr. Brightside? Better loosen up. What do you reckon? Well, I'm a bit biased because I've loved the story of Mr. Brightside. When Benny Hayes and Jadie Hayes started to take over the, the as head trainers of Lindsay Park, everyone were knocking Lindsay Park and David Hayes' decision in a way saying the boys are too young, they haven't got enough experience under their belt, this is a massive punt. Um, I don't know if I want to keep my horses there. Then Tom Dabernick, he left. And there was a few people doubting J.D. Hayes and Benny Hayes. But haven't they proved all of their knockers wrong? And it was because of one horse in a way that gave them so much confidence. A horse that got passed in at the ready-for-run sale, the Caracas sales in New Zealand, and then was purchased by their bloodstock agent after having the one start, Mr. Brightside, And he's never looked back. He's a multiple group one winner. He's a all-star mile champ. He's won a couple of Doncasters, the famous mile race in Sydney in the autumn. He's a genuine superstar. And Better Loosen Up was a similar story. He came along at the exactly right moment for David Hayes after he took over from his legendary father, Colin Hayes, and he went on to some great deeds, including winning a Japan Cup. So for me right now, I think Mr Brightside, in the makeup from a business perspective from Lindsay Parks, nearly played nearly played a more important part in the way than, than better loosen up. So that's how good that horse has been for that organisation and the Hayes family. And he's getting 220 on points, but with Mr Brightside, will you be with the star no, I'm taking mine saying that. Oh. I think that fangirl with this rock-hard track at Ramwick will be mighty hard to beat. I think she's a terrific chance. And I'm also with the international horse in Buckaroo. Um, they tell me he worked strongly there the other day. Joseph O'Brien's happy with him. He has got a turn of foot. I think light infantry man as well is an each-way hope. I, he'd be be, I think both horses will be better over the 2,000 metres for the Cox Plate. But as Dean Evans said on Giddy Up this morning, they've both got some terrific ratings from an international perspective. They've got class. They've raced against some wonderful middle-aged um, horses over the the period there this year in England and Ireland. So I give them both hopes because I think that is too big of a price at the moment.
2: Hey, G, we heard Dean Watling on Giddy Up yesterday. He's really keen on Oprah Ridge and the Kosciuszko. But since that chat and your chat with Luke Pepper this, uh, yesterday, concussion plates have been brought on for the horse. Is that a concern in a in its grand final, the
1: Kosciuszko tomorrow? It depends who you are. Some trainers say it's a waste of time, and it's hard to make a comment when you're not in the inside or you're not in the inner sanctum of a stable because sometimes that putting those particular uh, particular gear, especially foot gear, onto a horse can be a situation that just gets taken out of proportion. So it's difficult to comment if you aren't in the know in a way. Um, but it's not something that you like to see because th- it suggests that there is a problem. Why else would they put them on? She's got a terrific first-up record, um, but she'll have to be at her best to win, and if she's got any lingering issue heading into that race, you don't want to be taking that short price. So I think it's a wide-open Kosciuszko. Um, there's plenty of chances. I'm, I'm with the Willabar Galloper now, far too easy. I like his prep. I think he would be hard to beat in the Kosciuszko.
2: There's there's something I'm keen to bet up in the Sydney Stakes, and it's for We need some mail from the Godolphin camp. And after the break, we've got the driver on. So we'll throw to a quick break and get him back because we need some
1: mail from the Godolphin stable. He's ready to go, the driver, straight after this. This is Form Lounge, thanks to Points Bet on this Friday. Um, uh, And looking forward to catching up with the driver. He is the star of the show. There's no doubt about that. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's
0: Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
1: Welcome back to Form Lounge. Thanks to PointsBet for a racing experience that's built different this spring carnival. Download the PointsBet app now. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Well, he's become a cult hero here on SEN track, especially on Giddy Up, the driver. Cadolphin's driver, or Cadolphin's driver of the head trainer, James Cummings, joins us here to give us the best from Cadolphin for the weekend because he doesn't miss, he rarely misses for us. Um, so, looking forward to seeing what he has to say on this Friday. Driver, hello to you. Um, for us racing fans, I keep on saying this, but how good is this weekend?
4: Oh, it's fantastic, Gareth, isn't it? And I, I understand you're in Sydney, you're enjoying the um, harbour and weather, Gareth.
1: Yep. I'm a bit disappointed because I was waiting for you to pick me up at the airport, but you failed to you failed to you failed to arrive, driver. What happened? I've been look.
4: It's, the, it's that time of the year, Gareth. I'm I've been as busy as a one-legged tap dancer at an ass-kicking contest. So <laughs> it's very hard to do you, get this do you, time. I don't...
1: I could just imagine. What's the best for the driver this weekend?
4: Well, I've just I've just come out of the polling booth here at uh, where I, not far from where I live to get my referendum vote in early, and I I've asked them if I could make my choice the first league in a multi anyway. <laughs> yeah. They they wouldn't come out. So I'm gonna I've got my notes here in front of me. Um yes. let me see. We've I've got uh, Tom. Tom Smith, no, that's kitten. Sorry, a bit of tomato sauce on that. Uh, yeah, Tom kitten. Tom, Tom kitten, and I think if they play it, put sequestered in it for a place as a bit of a multi, they might, they might get a little reward. Beautiful.
1: Where's so, Sequested? What race is she in? I think
4: she's in about the second, and well down, well down the numbers, around number nineteen.
1: All right. Just having a look at points bet the market here for sequestered. Gee, we're getting $6 with Zachy Lloyd Barrier 8. Yes. Yeah. She's she's been $8 into $1.75, the Mare by Piero, out of abduction. Um yeah. I'm just
2: gonna see what that multi pays on Points Bet. We're getting $5.85 driver. So that'll um
1: that'll kick start our day early at Roundwick. The driver well, could dolphin Points Bet Multi. There you go. What about okay. who wins the Everest Cylinder with the blinkers on? I still like the mayor, Gareth. In secret, can... she's got the car park. In fact, she she she's out with you in the car park as you wait for James. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. But look, she's
4: yeah. done nothing wrong. I know that the boss has trained her to the minute, which is part of the family tradition. And um, yes, she will she will unleash with that electrifying
1: sprint that we know she's got. Um, we better let you go sure because James, you first. yeah. Go on. So I said we better let you go because you've got to pick up James and Henry Fields, kids from school.
4: Yes, and they've got to get a lunch in first too, so we better get cracking.
1: (laughs) All right, you're, you're a great man, driver. We appreciate your time and hopefully you can deliver the goods. Tommy Kitten into sequestered the place. Enjoy Ramwick tomorrow and Everest Day.
4: Thanks, Gareth. You too. Good luck
1: there's a driver there. Been a lot of fun on Lounge, Fitz, you'll be back next week and it's all thanks to, of course, Points Bet for a racing experience. It's built different. The Spring Carnival. Download that Points Bet app now. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au Hughie. Bloody oath, Gareth. I can't wait for tomorrow. In and out
2: there at Caulfield. I look forward to catching up with you. And we're, um, we're there, aren't we? Trackside. We're there.
1: Trackside. 12 right. till 6. In the members. Come say hello. Talking about trackside, we'll be there tonight at Wentworth Park for the Ladbrokes Million Dollar Chase. Shadow um, Knowles performing there. What about me? What about um, me? Get your free tickets at the Million Dollar Chase, free by the way, at the milliondollarchase.com.au website. Good on you, Good on you Huey. Good on you, G. And that wraps up the four rounds thanks to points bet on this Friday afternoon. It's closing on at one o'clock. The afternoon SEN track team ready to go after this. Have a
4: great day.